Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On June 11th, 2021, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce has been serving the community since 1941. It is an association of businesses, other entities, and individuals organized to encourage a strong local economy and quality of life by promoting commerce, sound government, and an informed membership and community. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. This is what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. Hey, Kelly, how are you doing today? Good morning, Joe. Happy Friday. I am fantastic. The sun is out. Mm-hmm. You know I like my sunshine. Um, it's not no yeah, fog today. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. And um, business is good. People are, you know, recovering. And uh, I cannot complain. I'm, you know, it's a good day. Right. It's a good week. It's a right, good day. Right. And it's a good month. So um, happy <sighs> June. Happy, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's We're going to come up with something. This summer, people are going to talk about how much different this summer is from last summer. And it's night and day. My goodness. Isn't that the truth? This time last year, the beaches were closed. You couldn't, you know, everybody oh. right now is re- is remembering kind of the year anniversary of many things. And uh, I've seen several pictures posted in the last, you know, couple weeks, kind of since Memorial Day weekend, uh, with with Mm -hmm. no one, not a soul on the beach, just that, you know, pristine, gorgeous beach that usually welcomes thousands of people empty. (laughs) So um, it is what a, you know, departure. And, of course, we can't forget all the businesses that were closed along with it. Just um, Mm -hmm. what a remarkable Time, it continues to be, and, um, you know, hopefully the uh, recovery of the businesses and the economy and everybody's health continues, you know, to um, stay on track. I had an interesting conversation yesterday with one of our larger members who has about 550 employees in their one main corporate headquarters here in Manhattan Beach. And they mm-hmm. gave the option of, to their employees, uh, the ones that at least are not customer-facing, um, to be able to, you know, continue to work from home. And mm-hmm. a little, uh, just shy, like 48% of the employees are choosing to work from home going forward. Mm-hmm. Not like for another two months, but like, like permanently work from home. And mm-hmm. um, the, the business is setting up what they call um, a, like a little, like a little business hotel suite. That if the employee wants to get out of their house and come into the building and and work, instead of having what traditionally would have been maybe their uh, their office or their cubicle, whatever it was before, they'll have like this little. Um, little hotel suite that they can check into the day and they're calling them hotel suites because it's like just check in and check out of a little area within the building that they can if they can work from um, and I thought that was very interesting so you know they have they, they they've chosen the option to work remotely in perpetuity but if they need to come in to you know for a meeting or to mix and mingle or who knows maybe mm-hmm. you know they're having their house painted, whatever it is, they can come into the office, kind of plug in in, in a non-traditional, non-permanent you know, office setting and, and work. I just mm-hmm. thought that was really interesting. 48% are choosing to stay at home. I think that's very interesting. It really 
reminds me of a um, kind of a in in business captured you know like uh working space well it's 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 this is where we're going and this is a wonderful thing that uh you know it took the pandemic but now businesses are realizing that this can be a a a, a, a sort of an advantage to the bottom line to save the need for growing office space. You don't have to grow it. You've got all the space you need now because half your workforce is choosing to work from home. Right. And then, then of course, my mind went to the economics of that because think about, Mm -hmm. for instance, you know, this location has over 500 daily employees that are there. Right, so those employees mm-hmm. drive in, so it takes cars off the road, which is a good thing. Um, but you know, a, probably a good share of those employees either grab a cup of coffee near the office. They might, you know, walk out of the building for lunch. Uh, they might go to the grocery store that is just, you know, down the street to get groceries before they go home. So I was thinking of the economic impact that you know all all this will have you know so instead of having like i'm sure the restaurants in that area um are mm-hmm. feeling the impact of their lunch time business their lunch crunch isn't quite as significant as it used to be because this is not the only company right. that's doing this obviously there's many other people too but i you know i was just really i i was having this deep conversation about um, fascinating, you know, how 48% have chosen to stay home, but then the economics, the local economics, and what that does to the local economics of where these employees live, because that means they're probably doing more of their grocery shopping or whatever in those areas, right? So what, a, what an incredible um, study this is in, you know, it's like, you, you know, it's like dropping, you know, a drop of oil in a pool of water, and watching the ripple effect and doing the same thing over there. I mean, it's it's really it's really quite amazing. So, anyway, sorry, I was kind of getting right. in my head a little bit about that, but I just found it fascinating. <laughs> technology, um, technology as you know, my one of, one of my favorite things, other than Happy Friday, is technology is a mm-hmm. blessing and a right. It's a blessing right. when it's. Right. Use creatively and positively, and it can be a beast when it's not working. Um, anyway, so um, very interesting. It'll, yeah, I'm sure we'll continue to have these conversations as everybody continues to reinvent and uh, restructure. So, anyway, it's very mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, let's talk about a few things coming up um, this yes. weekend. Um, the Manhattan, the 27th annual Manhattan Wine Auction for the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation is tomorrow. And, of course, it is virtual. Um, you can get more information at, at their website, mbef.org. Uh, that is Manhattan Beach Education Foundation, mbef.org. Uh, but you can tune in. It, 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 tuning in is free. Um, the festivities and information and all the fun things are going to um, wine tasting start from 5 to 7 p.m. Many of the big sponsors are having um, kind of, you know, semi-private wine tastings at their place of business, inviting in, um, you know, their guests, their employees, what have you, their board of directors, whatever, um, to have a wine experience. And then from 7 to 8.30 p.m., anybody can tune in. Uh, to the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation wine auction and, you know, um, partake in the festivities, the ceremony, the speeches, the recognition. You can raise your pa- your virtual paddle to donate money to the school. Um, there's going to be a raffle drawing. I think the raffle ticket purchase has closed, but there's a live auction. There's plenty of items um, to browse and uh, technically shop for and bid on and support our schools. You know, all the money raised um, for this, um, uh, part of it goes to the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation Endowment, which is over $20, millions now, $20 million now, which allows them to commit to long-term programs in the schools and save many of those programs, you know, like music, science, um, college counselors, what have you, that, um, you know, it's not funded by state, you know, education or, or private, you know, donations, uh, corporate donations. So very important um, to um, tune in, 
partake, be generous, and and support our school. So again, that's tomorrow the Ed, um, Education Foundation wine auction, and then right. a couple other things coming up. I know it's always fun. Um, I've you know been to it <laughs> several times, but this year um, I'm uh, not going to be there because no one is in person. <laughs> Um, anyways, um, that's and you know what, my um, computer just froze, Joe. I don't you just love that? I, it heard, oh. it must have heard me say technology is a blessing and a beast because I was <laughs> making sure I was covering everything on my calendar. This is this is really funny. My um, computer is completely frozen. Um, how about that? Mm. So let me think here. Okay. Um, what else? is coming up. That was the big one. Um, we have Father's Day right. in um, right. a week. So a lot of people are making their Father's Day, you know, restaurant reservations and plans and getting back on track with that. Um, I'm forgetting now everything else, but <laughs> my, my, my computer is still frozen. What the heck? That's never happened to me <laughs> on Friday. I really don't think it liked me no. calling it a beast. And, and now it is uh, it's punishing me um, for sure. Um, and with that being said, I'm excited about our guest today, but now I've got to pull up her bio on my phone because my computer isn't allowing me to do this. So it's making me work okay. really hard here. Um, well, And I will be go. ready in just a minute. I am ready. Okay. <laughs> um, we, we are the adaptable species, right? Oh, my goodness. Right. I right. am right there with you. You know, um, I, I am ready to introduce our guest today. Um, if you're ready, I we always talk about how many interesting entrepreneurs and what talent we have in the South Bay. It just always kind of blows our mind. And um, our guest today is yet another one um, that is quite remarkable and such a lovely person. And I have to say, one of the things, our, our next guest uh, in the uh, field of orthodontics, I think many, many people fail to realize how central to your overall health, how central to your overall health your teeth are. And uh, so I, I'm really anxious to get that uh, sort of element of the story because it's uh, – it's uh, not often told. Um, who's who's our guest today? Well, I'm. Uh, I agree with you. Dental health is is paramount, and um, dental health and uh, orthodontics. Um, our guest talks about you know sleep apnea and TMJ, mm-hmm. and um, is a um, she's world renowned for treating this. And so mm-hmm. I'm excited to have her. Okay, let's introduce. Um, Dr. Miriam, um, she is an acclaimed dentist and founder of BLA Fit, that's BLAFIT, and we're going to find out what that is in, in a few minutes. Um, we're going to be talking about yoga for the face and how to achieve a stronger jawline and natural remedies for uh, those saggy uh, facial muscle, muscles and TMJ, sleep apnea, and all those good things. Um, Dr. Miriam is an acclaimed board-certified dentist and founder of Blofit. She is highly qualified in the field of functional orthodontics, TMJ, sleep apnea, with over 15 years of postgraduate studies and experience in those areas. She has been trained by some of the world-renowned orthodontists and experts in the field of orthodontics and TMJ. In April 2008, she became the first woman in the world that have ever become the diplomat of international board of orthodontics. That places her in the top 10% in the world. And she lives right here in Manhattan Beach, Joe. Um, She spent five years working on the design and patent of the BLA facial exerciser, making absolutely sure that the easy-to-use design and safe and long-lasting materials deliver results. Her passion for natural, clean living and a deep desire to help people become the best version of themselves inspired her to develop the device. Um, it's a facial exercise. It's called Bella Lip Appliance, BLA, um, and it helps you to be the best shade that you can be. Uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Dr. Miriam to the show. Hello, Miriam. How are you today? 
Good morning, Kelly. I'm very well in here, from sitting in my private room here in Manhattan Beach. What a beautiful weather, and um, I'm so grateful that you're so smart that we're able to pull through um, grabbing your phone and introducing you so well. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I remembered so, some of it, but I like to always be, you know, kind of go through it. And I was like, uh-oh. Um, so thank God for all the different devices. You did, right? you did fantastic. You did fantastic. You're natural. So thank you. Um, <laughs> so you basically said it all. Um, I'm Dr. Maryam Bakhtiari for our listeners. Um, my practice has been here in um, Second Street in Manhattan Beach um, for now over 14 years. Um, prior to that, I practiced uh, in City of Lawndale. Um, basically, I'm a board-certified dentist that um, had interest and focus in the field of functional jaw orthodontics, which I will tell you what that means, a temporomandibular joint, which is everybody knows as TMJ and sleep apnea. And... Um, basically, functional jaw orthodontics, so that people that are listening and have children, is a different field of orthodontics. In, imagine a kid comes to your office with crowded teeth. Um, usually, orthodontics look at the, the mouth and they measure how much shortage of space they have, um, and they start uh, designing if they have to extract teeth, um, have headgear, or what, uh, what other uh, modalities they need to use. In functional jaw orthodontics, which is a more European philosophy, if a kid comes to my office or an adult for orthodontic um, consultation, when I look at their mouth and I see the jaw is constricted and the teeth are misaligned, we're looking at what caused that misalignment. Is it a tongue thrusting problem she has or he has? Is it an airway issue that they have? Why is the kid's jaw did not develop as it was intended to develop? And what we do is we align the jaw. So we make custom-make orthodont uh, devices to be able to expand the arches, both arches, upper and lower arch, move the lower jaw in the, in the neurophysiologic position where we're not constricting blood supply to the brain, we're not creating patients with headaches, as well as doing that, we're creating a more open airway for them so they can breathe easier and sleep better. So this is like a whole philosophy that um, they practice in Europe for years, but unfortunately here we don't have too many functional jaw orthopedists. So that was my interest mm -hmm. years ago. And doing that, we are basically, if a child come here, we're basically putting their jaw in a position so they won't have TMJ, and we're putting their jaw in a position where they won't be sleep apnea patient in the future. That's for children. So that's what we do. Fundamentally open their airway, allow them if they have asthma, allergy, nasal constriction. By doing this, we're actually um, fi fixing that foundation. And they will be ultimately not only have beautiful, broad smile, but healthier individuals. So that's like my passion. I love children, and that was my passion, and that's where I started all of this. And then we slowly uh, integrated adults into the same philosophy and um, now our facility is a sleep facility, and um, I am board certified with International Board of Orthodontics, and I'm diplomat of TMJ and diplomat of sleep. And in order for me to be able to um, help my patients, because all my life I, was, I had passion of there's some connection. When, when um, you guys talked about how dental, um, dental health is so important, we think always yes. when we hear a dentist, when we hear a dentist, we always think dentist is for uh, their specialist of the heart tissue of the teeth, and we don't realize that den dentists probably, and I'm not bragging, they're the most important doctors in your life because what passes around our structure is right behind the lower jaw. You've got the major blood supply to your brain. So what we do in the mouth, if we don't, even it's, really a lot of precision because if a dentist does a filling and if they don't balance that bite perfectly, you're actually pushing the lower jaw back and the patient leaves the practice and now they notice that they are getting headaches and they can't put one next to the one because people don't know that it's really um, the misalignment of the teeth really create neurological issues. So 
We're in a very vascular area, and we're playing around uh, patient's mouth, and that's like the neurologic part of dentistry. But the other part is physiologically, if a teeth has decay, we know that it affects your heart, it can affect your other organs, and you can't have bacterial infections in the mouth without creating um, toxins to your system. So, yeah, then I, I, I'm really proud that I chose dentistry because I, in my time when you wanted to go dentistry, you had to first make sure that you didn't want to do medicine um, before you went dentistry. But now that I've picked this field, I noticed that how fascinating it is, and I'm trying to teach the interns that come here that want to pursue a field in dentistry that how important, how important it is for us to look at a patient as a whole. We can't just look at a tooth and be fixated on one tooth. You need to look at a patient as whole. Our body is a fascia that's connected and um, there's a lot more to it than just teeth and heart structure. So make this story short. If you guys right. want me to continue on, I'll take the whole hour talking about dentistry. But <laughs> so, so I make so throughout the, my um, 27 years of practice, I've made custom-made uh, orthodontic appliances for the mouth in order to be able to achieve what we just talked about: beautiful, broad smiles, healthy um, neurological system opening the roadmap to the uh, to the brain without any constrictions, opening patients' airways. And I noticed even though that I love faces and I'm fascinated by faces, all the things I did and my colleagues did, still the facial muscles were not so affected. So we're like doing so much internal change, but we're not doing external change. And because I have a love for aesthetics and facial structure, I um, noticed that my even 17-year-old patients, their faces are becoming more flat, facial structure is becoming more flat, the lip is sagging faster. And I um, read a book called Dental Physician by Al Fonder, and I learned that because of our nutrition and we're more juicing our food and we're not actually using our mm. teeth as is in intended, we're actually uh, not using our facial muscles as our great-great-grandparents did when they had raw food and they had food that were more wholesome and they did more chewing that we're doing now. We're actually grabbing our food and juicing it and we're just running and, and going on by, for our life. So I knew as an inventor and an artist, I knew that I may be able to create a custom-made device that could be able to maybe accomplish our facial muscles as well. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. you guys know we all are in, in, in South Bay. We're all into making sure that we're exercising, eating healthy. We're actually, actually more in tune with health and wellness in South Bay. But everybody thinks mm -hmm. their body is separate from their face. Like we know that we go to gym and we work out our um, biceps, our body, our legs, all the other parts. But when it comes to our faces, we're like really relying on facial uh, 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 cosmetics, um, surgical treatments, injections, uh, expensive, expensive treatments to be able to um, get more beautiful aesthetic results. And I am, Kelly knows, I'm very in tune with natural, um, healthy living and non-invasive all throughout my life. We, when we do orthodontics yeah. here, we make sure that we're not taking any teeth out just as non-invasive as it is possible is my philosophy in whether it's medications that not needed, um, treatments with alternative medicine. I mean, I believe in all of that. And I knew that now, nowadays when you look at social media, you look at faces that are all sculpted, same way. You, they've gone to the same place and they got injections, sculpted their face. The lips are all injected, look similar. Makeups are similar, and we're all becoming kind of like a clone of one another. And I'm all about <laughs> individualism. Individualism. Everybody has their own individual beauty and faces, but why can't we think that our face also has muscles much easier than the rest of our body, much smaller, and it's so much easier to plump it and work it out? And why are we um, going through invasive route and expensive route? So. Yeah. That's where my yeah. um, inventor hat came in, and I work with um, yeah. a physician. Um, I was lucky that my husband is a physician that was I was collaborating with, and I, um, in our group of friends, we have an aircraft engineer who is amazing, and he's a, 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 he's so smart. 
And I told him my idea, and the three of us sat down and um, with knowing that our lip and our lower jaw is the only movable part in our body, we knew maybe we can anchor around the lip and be able to create that result. So we, inve- we created the design, we uh, started the patent process, and the protocol um, started, and I wanted something clean, something that doesn't need parts and pieces, something that people can take it with them everywhere, and they don't have to yeah. change I'm all about not changing, not throwing things out, conserving. So it was a, a trial and error to be able to create the, the very safe nylon that's um, FDA approved and it's safe that still can hold the resistance, resistance that this orthotic had. So we were able to uh, bring it a year ago to the market. It's called Bella Lip Appliance. And it's uh, basically, right. you could imagine, it's like a yoga for, for your face with resistance. <laughs> now, now, Dr. Bakhtiari, I, I, before we get into the, the Bella Lip Appliance directly, I have to back up and say only the best physicians in the world could be more fascinated with the fact that really, basically, evolutionarily, you know, the more developed, I guess, the more uh, uh, first world countries are losing the they are losing the uh, exercise in the face because of the lack of chewing wholesome, natural, raw foods. This this is a fascinating subject that our lifestyles are changing our bodies. Can you can Absolutely. you talk a little bit more about that? I'm sure that yeah. must be a very important uh, topic of discussion in orthodontics in general, how different it is here in the United States and Europe versus other countries that are still uh, eating more raw food diets and chewing. This is fascinating. Absolutely. Well, we're now more and more, um, even the third world countries are going more westernized. And when we say westernized, I mean packaged foods, processed foods, um, it's, it's really integrated to countries that they never had it. And there was a study done in 1970s um, with the same book. If it's, a, it's a fascinating book called Dental Physician, and you can't find it anymore on Amazon. And I have no idea why um, it's so hard to re- reprint it, but I have a copy, and I would love to share with anybody that would like to see it. But these uh, doctors went over, over, I don't know, how many hundreds of countries and islanders and they found out that when they traveled from country to country, the outscared islanders, people that were like so far from westernization, they all had beautiful broad smile, smiles. They all had the rate of caries was like less than 1%. And then as they, the siblings of the same uh, family members that moved to closer to like bigger cities, they had more decays. If they were younger when they moved to those areas, their jaw became more narrow. So we know that nutrition has everything with what we're doing. I mean, now you look at kids that come here, more and more kids have crowding. I mean, in my time, even I grew up in Iran, and in my time when I was 10, I don't remember seeing so many kids in my school, and we didn't grow up in a rich neighborhood to have so much crowding. Now you go to... um, underserved uh, communities in Los Angeles and you look at these kids, their teeth is coming out of their nose because there's the, the, the food and the allergen that we're not aware. It's actually creating mouth breathers. It's creating constriction of the airway. We're like actually evolutionary changing our evolution by our nutrition. I think that it, it is a fascinating subject. And I'm like, even though in my home, I have two children, and, I, and they grew up in Manhattan Beach, and I tried giving them food from Tuesday markets, vegetables and greens. But still, how much can we do that? We still want to go out. They still want to have the food that's out there. I mean, I didn't even um, – I mean, there was a time when I was younger, uh, when my kids were younger, and I had more energy. I used to think, I'm going to go to – my kids grew up from Penny Camp. I said, I would love one day, too, because I love to cook to provide food for the kids in school. That was like one of the things that I always dreamed. I told my husband when I cooked for my kids, I wish I could have like 
like part of Europe, like Finland, when I saw the documentary about mm-hmm. it, that they actually have kitchens where they cook that day for the kids to eat. I mean, we don't have that structure here. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very sad that we don't have that structure because we're such a big, rich, and capable to do, to accomplish that. So simple. Um, but we're, we're just not, I think nutrition here, unfortunately, even the riches of the rich, we're all like ready to go and grab something to eat. We don't even take the time to sit and enjoy um, the food. We're always in rush. So it's like, a, I think, yes, you're right. I think it's a cultural thing, unfortunately, and I'm always about that. When I sit with my kids that come here, families, I always talk about nutrition um, and what sugar has done to our lives, um, adding that right. to our, right. all the food that we eat and, and so on. I hope I answered and, and your question. If you, well, of course, yes, yes. And when we talk about, um, you know, sleep apnea, I, I I scarcely think people understand how what a what an important part of our health. Obviously, sleep. We spend a third of our lives sleeping. Uh, I think it's important to think about how we're not getting proper oxygenation. People are are, are basically struggling to breathe a third of their lives. Talk a little bit about sleep apnea. Absolutely. Um, well, sleep apnea, if, if the listeners are listening, just imagine imagine when somebody puts a tongue, uh, a, a tongue blade in your tongue and says, say, ah, when they're looking at your tonsils, that pathway behind the tonsils to your um, almost neck is your airway passage. And when our jaw is, in, in a lot of us, weight gain and other people, Usually, patients with sleep apnea, imagine the lower jaw slightly back retruded toward the neck. So they have like a, a little bit less of a um, protruded chin. They have more like, um, I don't know how to explain it. Their jaw is a little bit back, and they don't have much of a chin. Um, their t- and imagine the tongue um, anatomically is attached to your lower jaw. So when the lower jaw is slightly positioned back toward your neck, it's pushes the tongue back, and when you're standing up, when we take our patients with sleep apnea, their 3D cone beam CT, which is an x-ray that shows the airway, the, the, the joint position of TMJ and so forth, we notice that we measure that airway uh, path, and we want it to be about 8 to 10 millimeters standing up on patients. And majority of patients with sleep apnea, when we take their scan, that airway and that roadmap, that anatomical region is much constricted than it needs to be, standing up. So now imagine that patient laying back on their back. If they sleep on their side, it's a little bit better for gravity, but when they're sleeping on their back, there is a stage in sleep that all of us, 100% of us, lose our muscle tone and our lower jaw gets relaxed and falls back. And, and sometimes our mouth stays open. When that happens, now that patient already had a structure that was compromised, the airway was compromised. Now they're completely blocked. And now the, the tongue is completely resting in the back of their throat, and now we have no oxygen going through. And even if you make mouth breathe, you probably have to make um, uh, noises to be able to get some air through and pump. And our system, our central nervous system, our brain, it's so fascinating because when it senses that the oxygen is dropping, it sends all sort of messages messages to our the rest of our body. For example, a patient that has sleep apnea all of a sudden has to wake up to go pee because and they don't even ha- they haven't even drank that much because it's a way of you to just wake up so that you can pump some oxygen into your system to survive. And the system of your body to be able to be in that survival mode and sympathetic drive, which is a fight and flight, um, it actually shuts down little by little. It affects your heart. There's so many comorbidities of sleep apnea, which is one is heart disease, uh, diabetes type right. 2. Um, for males, they're male organs. They're, they're ur- the, the urinary um, fu- uh, functions of the male organ. For female, it affects our heart, our energy, our hormones. Everything is affected by this oxygen. We know how much oxygen has to do with alkalinization of our body and blood system. 
Mm-hmm. Imagine when you're not mm-hmm. getting that oxygen and you're getting pumping carbon dioxide in your system. Now you're actually getting acid, growing acid inside your environment of your inside your body, and it creates um, GERD, acid reflux, and other issues. So right. it is to me right. one of the most important things having that roadmap open. So, it, it, yeah. So I All think right. I, I probably answered your question. It is um, the I, constr- and what happens when patients are diagnosed with sleep apnea, whether they go to sleep lab or at their home, every 10 seconds of, of not breathing is one apnea hypopnea index. So let's say somebody says, I have mild apnea. What that means is between 5 to 15 times every, every hour of their sleep, they stop breathing for 10 seconds or more. To me, even if you have wow. mild apnea, it's... It's to me is tremendous. It's not something that I can close my eyes and say, Scary. you know, that patient has just mild apnea. No, it could only take one for you to stop breathing, and there, it's a silent killer. And a lot of us think that our <laughs> husbands or spouses uh, snores, and we like, oh, he snores. I push him. No, if if they stop breathing for ten seconds or more, it's actually what is that night? You are not there to move them around, or if they had a little bit too much right. to drink. And in my practice, I've seen. Parents, I, we just lost a parent to sleep apnea with three sons from Palos Verdes, and maybe in his 40s, a, a very nice yeah. uh, man. And so the, it's a silent killer, and I don't think um, we're we're oh, getting more awareness wow. about it. I think now, but before we, I don't think any of us cared um, to to know how important it is. But now with the, all the doctors that are treating sleep, I think there's more awareness about sleep apnea than ever. Wow. Okay. So these are these are enormous subjects, uh, Kelly. These are these are huge subjects. But we want to get to blah fit. We want to get to the the Bella uh, Bella Lips appliance. And Kelly, uh, your thoughts? Oh my goodness. Um, I'm kind of speechless, which is what happens every time I'm with Miriam. I'm always I'm speechless and then energized because she has always had so much information. But um, I, before we move on to uh, BLA, Miriam, I am uh, I am just taken by the conversation um, that you just provided with us regarding the overall complications and implications and body health of sleep apnea or any type of breathing, snoring, anything. I mean, I don't think other than what it is itself, people realize all the domino effects that it has on other parts of your body. And um, I, I'm just sitting here going, okay, wow, we need to talk for three hours, not one hour. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to kick myself and go, wait a minute here. Uh, um, all right, so let's talk about um, the device, uh, the BLA device. Um, yes. It's, yeah. you know, it's a little, it, it's difficult because no one, we, no, this is, um, this podcast is, you know, audio, it's not visual, so we can't show anybody but it, what it is. But I know we, you and I had a lot of conversations about, you know, the different reasons why people use the BLA device, you know, and how, and you've mentioned a few minutes ago how um, the face structure of young people is changing, but also how people are augmenting it. A lot of women augment with Botox and lip fillers and other things too. So there's several different benefits of the BLA device, but let's, Let's kind of start there with with a cosmetic benefit and and what it can do uh, for someone. Yes, so BLA, um, Bella Lip Appliance, is um, originally I we made it. I don't want to say I made it because I as, as I started it, but we made it. Um, is an an ortho, Just imagine an orthotic a little device, kind of like thigh master that goes in between your legs, going around between your lips. And it goes in two different mm. directions, in a horizontal and vertical direction. And it is an exercising device with resistance. So imagine you're resistant exercise, you're doing weight lifting on your legs, your arms, you're doing that in your mouth. And the resistance is built 
on a little loop that the the appliance has. And the simplicity of this appliance is what the beauty of the appliance is. It's when you look at it, it's so simple. But yes, it's such a, an appliance. I, I mean, I, it, it's my life is on it because originally I made it uh, Kelly for facial fitness. You know, we have over 50 uh, muscles in our face. How can we work it out in order to be able to accomplish having more fuller lips? Because everybody wants fuller lips. Um, more lifted cheekbones and firmer skin. How can I define the jawline? Everybody wants defined jawline. Everybody hates their jowls. How can we create that? So this appliance um, does all of that in just a minute a day. And we've done a clinical study that um, we took patients that um, used it for only one minute a day for one month, and we followed through with the study um, patients, and we measured their upper lip mass before, and we did a measure upper lip mass after one month. 100% of our patients had lip-increased muscle mass. They all noticed their lip become bigger. Now, how much bigger was about 14.6% after just one minute a day of this exercise for one month. So that's, that just proves that we can bulk up the facial muscles just like the rest of our body. Now, if you go to our website, blafit.com, and you look at our study faces, these are people that we didn't know. We um, had a company hired to recruit um, for this study patients that we didn't know. And when you look at their before and after, I mean, I because I'm an artist and I love faces and I draw faces, when I look at the before and I look at the after, you don't see that patient, that person to be a different person. You don't look at somebody and say, oh, my God, she's so different. It's so unnatural. You look at that person and you look at the after, you see the same person but much more younger, much more uh, definition in their facial musculature, and they, their neck looks longer and their face looks more balanced. And that's the beauty of using doing face yoga with resistance. And also... Almost 100% of these females, when we did a questionnaire after they were done, they, they told us that, oh, we also noticed that if they had clicking in their jaw, their clicking was reduced or went away, and they said that they slept better, and what else did they say? They said that, oh, their jaw muscle was more relaxed. They were not as tense. And, and uh, granted, when I, was, when, we were, when I saw the faces of these patients, being 27 years in the field of orthodontics and TMJ and sleep apnea, unfortunately, I can see somebody one mile away and I can say who cannot breathe at night, who has TMJ, who has, you know, what needs what. And, and I'm just, it's just something that I'm, I, I'm raised with that uh, mindset. I've noticed most of these females, I and mean, most of us, I mean, 90 plus percent of us have TMJ and we don't know. We have sleep issues and we don't know. So I noticed those people that they came to the study a lot of them looked like their clenched jaw had, like, marked their face. You could see it miles away. And when you look at them after, you see these clenched faces became more relaxed, happy faces. So then I knew that this appliance is just not, cannot be sold in the beauty world. Originally, when I invented this, I knew it tightens the muscle in the jaw joint. Where People that have clicking jaw, if they do it in the right way, if I teach them how to do it, they can actually tighten the disc muscle, and there's nothing in the world that can do that. Even when you eat, you cannot stimulate that, uh, the disc that in our jaw that clicks. You cannot get that disc back into place and tighten the little muscles and ligaments. But there's one exercise in this, because I played with it all the time, that you can actually trigger your pterygoid muscles to be able to tighten up. So basically... It kind of, uh, when we wanted to market this, and you know Michael um, Kelly, Michael Holton in uh, uh, South Bay Dad is actually my business mind, and he, we wanted to ha be in this business world. We didn't want to make this a medical device, but I couldn't close my eyes because I treat patients, and TMJ treatment is not cheap. A patient that comes here, we're very successful. They come from all over the world. When I treat their TMJ, they have to pay minimum three to $5,000. I mean, the devices that we make for their mouth are pretty costly. And to have an $85 appliance to go in the mouth and kind of do that, it's like, okay, so now we're changing all of the mindset, and now there is 
um, tons of research opportunities on the field for Bellalip appliance. Currently, as we're speaking, um, you know that you at Chamber helped me uh, recruit. Um, we we're, we're just got approved uh, from IRIB um, a study on migraine study and Bellalip appliance, comparing it with just a um, – we're doing that with a neurologist in South Bay, Dr. Bradia, where she's going to inject patients with, I don't know, a, a, a normal migraine prevention injection. And I can't name it because some patients, listeners may be part of the study. But we're actually comparing that. So we know that it may be very effective in migraine ter therapy, headaches, jaw relaxation, even TMJ. So we're very excited. And I now actually incorporate a BLA on our TMJ with P for TMJ patients we treat here um, to be able to get not only just their jaw in the right place, but also get their muscles relaxed. So it's kind of like physical therapy for your face. And when you do it correctly and it's, and it's taught by me, it's actually very effective. So go ahead. I, I well, well, first of I, all, uh, I, <laughs> I just want to say, as a, as a man, my first response when I look at BLA uh, is to is to chuckle a little bit, to smile, and yeah. think, well, women are trying to use this to plump up their lips in, instead of using injections of Botox and other kinds of injections to pump up their lips. But it's not about the lips only. It's about the the health of the jaw. It's about the cheek. Yes. It's about, uh, as you said, blood flow, uh, uh, the, 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 the blood flow to the brain. This might be one of the most important orthodontic inventions of the last few decades. And it comes from you know, Manhattan Beach. I want to add, too, because that I, I use uh, the device, and uh, I'm trying to think, Mary, it was, it was pre-pandemic. Isn't it funny how we all measure things now, like, was it before the pandemic or after the pandemic? But I started using it about a year and a half ago, or over, probably, almost two years ago, probably. And the first time I started using it, Joe, um, you know, at first you, you feel awkward, just like with any new exercise or changing your tennis grip or yeah. doing anything. It feels funny, right? And it's different. And I, when I when I did it the very first time, I mean, you can feel your lips tingle. You can feel it. It works out your 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 jaw and your facial muscles and your lips kind of tingle because the blood flow and oxygen is going to them. But it's it's significant and. Um, I mean, Miriam, I don't remember if you remember the very first time I ever used it, you know, with you. But I was like, wow! I mean, you can you can feel it immediate. But um, for me, it's not, you know, and hopefully for most people, it's not just about the the cosmetic benefit. It is, you know, long term. Like I, you know, um, you know, I don't w I don't want to have problems. I think we all, as we age, as Miriam has said, we we all have problems with you know with muscles sagging and. And it's not just sagging on the inside, but it's sagging on the outside and, and what that does. So it works, people. Everybody, I mean, it's amazing. you feel immediate results when you do this. And, Miriam, I want, I want you to talk about, a minute about um, if this is not just for women. Men use this too. Absolutely. Well, just before I say anything more, I, 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 I hate one of the things that my patient know about me here is I'm not a good salesperson. When I'm here, I can sell the $3,000 orthotic that I make for sleep apnea, but I'm shy to talk about the Bella Lip Appliance because I just don't want people to think that I'm trying to push on something that I created. But I have to tell you, I'm becoming more and more proud and, and comfortable telling patients it is an inexpensive way. Just try it. Let me show you how to use it. By the way, form follows function. When you guys say that it's not only about beauty, if your function is functioning, your form is beautiful. So the the problem with our face sagging is there's the function is something is missing in the function. So if we could get the form looking good, the function is going to improve. So um, it is a facial. It will enhance your face when you do it, but. Um, if you do it correctly, and that's one of the reasons that one of the most difficult 
um, obstacles in this pro- having this product out there is I need to train people, myself and my team, how to use it. So what we I came up with with our business team is I need to give a five-minute one-to-one consultation at least until I can on my lunch break here, there with my team that I've trained so that when we look at patients that they use it, they'll be able to, we, look, we can look at their problem. If they have TMJ, tell them how to do it so their TMJ actually improves. Because originally we had like a little disclaimer in our um, booklet that says, if you have TMJ, consult with your physician. Nobody wants to be dealing with lawsuits. But as a TMJ guru, because this is what I do for a living, if they're trained by me from anywhere in the world, if they can have their hands on a BLA, it's an inexpensive way that I could teach them what they have to do in order to get that muscle relaxed or their joints tightened. And if they have mm-hmm. the facial knee, I can tell them, you know, for your lips, I want you to do this much of this, this much of that. Five-minute training, it just changes the, uh, the mentality of a patient looking at the uh, piece of equipment that's in their hand um, and not knowing what it is. Oh, this is too simple. It's not going to work. In fact, I was doing a, a five-minute um, video call with a patient in, in New York, and she was English, and she looked at me. Um, she said, doctor, is this really work? And I said, absolutely works. And if it didn't work, send it back to me. But let me tell you what you need. And we spent actually 15 minutes on the phone instead of five minutes, and we had a great conversation. But it's actually building that awareness of how to use it. I want every human being in the world to have one of these in their house. And I want somebody to come and help me to bring this less expensive, but I don't want to send this in China to be made. And that's one of the biggest things that um, when we're selling the BLA is how can we make it even less expensive without the quality? And it's very hard. I've had companies um, come um, to collaborate with me, but they said we have to cut down the cost. We need to do it here. We need, I can't. For me, I'm the type of a person that I need to know where it's made. I need to go check the quality control. So the company that actually makes it is the company that makes orthodontic devices in California. And I, it's a molding company. I go there. I see what's coming out. I wanted to have product that goes in my kid's mouth my family's mouth and my mouth that's safe. I didn't want colors that are synthetic. I wanted colors that are FDA approved, colors that are for medical devices. So everything that we put on this product is quality. And one thing that's amazing, you look at it, you look at it, it's simple. And people told me, oh, people are going to co- copy it in China. I said, I don't care because they, you could use that five times and it's going to break. You can use RBLA Fit over 400,000 times and it doesn't lose its elasticity. Show me something so simple could do that. So it's a quality product, and I think we all care for our body. And you, I tell that to my patients that they are not from very socioeconomic uh, places, and they clean houses, and they appreciate something that could work. So when people come and talk about price point, I said, come on. We, I, we went to a restaurant in Manhattan Beach last night, five of us, and it, it cost us $700, right? for something you need to have for one and you can keep it for three, four years and repetitively use it. I I think it's just a very inexpensive tool to be able to get all of those benefits. I I am Um, blown away by the ability for doctors, healers, uh, physicians to look at the body like uh, a, a system the entire system of the body and think, well, in the musculature of the face, we need to exercise this part and that part and this jawline. So we need devices that people can use quickly and easily in the bathroom or in the car. I can see people doing this in the car. This is, um, you know, take all that time that we spend in cars in Southern California and become physically fit what i mean absolutely this can go anywhere oh it's only for one minute such a short such a short exercise you don't even need in a car and traffic light you yeah. practically can yeah. do it in two traffic lights um i have one on right. my desk of course because i i i am the person that tries it 
um, and I had jaw issues in the past, so I am very aware about. I, I learn a lot about it, and we're learning as we're going with it. Um, but it is just. Uh, it's not like you have to go to a gym for two hours, one minute a day. Yeah. Can you do it longer? Of course, as you build your 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 muscles. You can do 10 minutes a day if you want to. It's up to you how much you want to do. Yeah. There's no harm if you learn how to do it correctly. Yeah. And if you use it correctly, it's not going to break. It's going to stay for you for years and years. Just put it in the bag and put it in your purse, go to workout, yoga. And now we have people like uh, yoga instructors, um, Sylvia Yoga, who does pelvic floor yoga. She, when, uh, she came to me and she said one of um, my patients that had one, shared hers with it after she alcohol wiped it and their friend. And she said, I am amazed. And she did an interview with me over FaceTime. And she said, when you do the horizontal exercise, it actually tightens the pelvic floor horizontally. When you do the vertical exercise, you're actually engaging the vertical pelvic floor muscle. And she's using it now for patients that have issues with their pelvic floor after pregnancy and so forth. So there's so much. And then she adds breath to this exercise. And it takes it to a different yeah. level. Like, I, I promise you, when you do it with the breath that she added to it, you feel like you're, you're like you're on 10 oxygen drugs and you're like high if you do it before night. You're getting so much oxygen right. pump into your system because you open that roadmap. I mean, I, I get emotional right. and I get really excited about it, but it's honestly all what I'm saying is all true. It's just, it's, exci- it's an exciting time of my life to, to yes. be able to learn more and more about this. Um, Kelly? Je, je, I know. I, I, Miriam, I adore you. And I, I love your passion and your brilliant mind. And um, I, you know, Joe, there's so many different benefits to this device. And, and just to knowing Miriam, but, but Miriam, you said one thing a few minutes ago that people, so I want people to know that, and we only have a few minutes left. So I want you to tell people, you know, how they can find you, how, how they can read more about the device. And if they purchased it and they purchased it online, how they can also have, you know, it sounds like a video consultation, whether it's with you or one of your staff to learn how to use the device properly. Absolutely. So our BLA fit is sold on Amazon. If somebody wants, it's part of the Amazon Prime. Next day they'll have it. But also in Manhattan Beach, all of our team of uh, from business mind to inventor minds, all of us are in Manhattan all of Beach, and we all of us are from Manhattan Beach, and we sell it in our practice in Second Street, one 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 seven Second Street. So if they want to stop by, our patients sometimes stop by and they grab one. And while they're here, um, my office manager, if I'm with a patient, Olga, will show them how to best use it. If I could stop by really quick and tell them um, what I think that's best for them, I will do that. But then they all, inside the Bella Lip Appliance, there's a card that has that five-minute connection, where how they can connect with me for five minutes. And it could be any time of the day. It shouldn't be on office hours. It could be at late at night on Saturday, Sunday. Until I'm capable, I'm an educator. So for me, um, be, being here is not about money. It's, not, it's all about people's health. So it, it is all about education, teaching, and we can all learn from each other. So um, they can go to blafit.com and learn all about it. We have uh, the, the young man that um, made our website um, with uh, um, the, uh, the um, company that made our website. All of them are um, South Bay people, so they've, I, I, I'm very proud of the website now. It has a lot of education. It has our clinical study um, and my bio, and uh, we just published a paper in journal, um, International Journal of Orthodontics on the uh, BLA exercises and lip muscle mass, and uh, it was just published last, um, uh, the, I think, win- winter of 20. 20- 21, just before uh, 2021 Christmas time, just the last, uh, I think, December or, um, of 2020, it was published in the journal. So we're very proud that the first study came out. Now we're um, doing our second study on migraine, and then we're looking for the third one is going to be on BLA and, um, and TMJ. Because I know as a TMJ specialist is working, 
but we have to do a study and compare it with the orthotics that I make for a couple of thousand dollars and see if it's comparable. Is it should it be an adjunct or can it be by itself a treatment? I know if I have like a family member that is not close to me and I if they had like a car accident and they had like whiplash, I can if I they they could get their hands on Amazon and grab one. I could show them how to move their jaw forward on this exercise to be able to open up the area that was impacted by accident. So there's so much I can tell people to do with it that is just not about facial exercise. But anyways, there's a lot of the information mm -hmm. in our website mm -hmm. as well. Well, I am Okay, I am, just, we got to wrap it up. We do. And so uh, for for my purposes as a as a, you know a a radio show host of a of a hyper local uh media focused on the south bay i am i am uh, i will say that this is one of the one of the great inventions that we've heard of from the south bay born and bred in the south bay supported by the south bay uh, that that uh, we've heard in in I would say 12 years of of examining what happens in the South Bay and who's involved in various kinds of inventions. I know it's not the only thing that's invented in the South Bay, but it's one of those found, founding fundamental tools that can be used around the world for better health. Dr. Miriam Bakhtiari, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You guys are great hosts. And thank you, Kelly, for giving me this opportunity to speak about it. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Um, thank you for taking the time to be with us this morning. Thank you. Excellent. Have a fantastic day, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. We'll see you soon. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye-bye.